He hasn't been asleep. Why? Oh, we recording right now, so I ain't gonna answer that question. <laughs> you stop recording or what? So how y'all been? Oh man, great, good, it's decent. Taco day. Tuesday. I gotta oh, eat some tacos. I have tacos today. Oh. I feel like a failure. Tacos without no margarita. I told my aunt, I was like, how are you going to oh, have oh, 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 Taco Tuesday oh, without? Hold on. We are so sorry to all of our listeners that are on, um, that are listening to the, to the audio um, and to the people that are on Facebook that are watching this live on a Friday. This is not Taco Tuesday. This is Friday. So thank you for joining in. And watching our podcast on Facebook and listening to whatever having train that you're on. We appreciate you and thank you for taking this next 45 minutes to an hour of your time and your day to listen to us. Welcome to the Faith, Fun, and Motivation Podcast, where we desire to bring hope through faith while healing through fun and living, laughing, and loving daily and inspiration through holistically motivating our listeners to love themselves and others to the glory of God. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, Pastor Ray. How are you doing? I, <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, ready for the weekend? Me too. Hmm. My weekends just seem to keep just going and going and going and going because I, I work two jobs and I, I don't really even think I get to jo- enjoy the weekends anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm preaching this weekend. I got friends coming in town. Well, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got friends coming in town and they'll leave on Sunday. And, and then I fly out Sunday for a few days. So. What are you okay. doing? Conference. What'd you say, Cal? Where are you going? I'm going back to the Midwest, man. Oh, that's what's up. So safe travels to you, man. Yeah, man. Be safe. You had COVID one time already. Yeah, I didn't had COVID. I got the antibodies and I got the shot. So I'm I'm just I'm I'm rolling in in the COVID. From what I hear, Eric and them don't know how to act in the Midwest, so they talking about Missouri might be shutting down again. It's not a Erica in the Midwest. Uh, trust and believe. It's it's ain't got nothing to do with Erica. It's got to do with all them Hicktown folks that didn't believe in uh, this. COVID was COVID and 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 none of them got that shot. <laughs> none of them got that vaccine. And so now they dealing with, you know. So why do y'all think people don't want to get the vaccine? What have y'all heard? You know, you got those people that didn't, that don't vaccinate their kids anyway. And so you couple that with, um, you know. 
Yeah, you got a whole community. Uh, I mean, they're, they're called non-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. So they don't vaccinate for anything, or should I say most things. Most so whether it's chicken pox, mumps, measles, all of that. They just don't, they just don't support vaccination. They just don't, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's a, you know. The biggest thing I've heard people say that always been rushed. They use what? that that has been rushed. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've heard that excuse. Um, I think it's a bunch of bull crap when people say that, uh, that it's been rushed. And the but there are some people- earlier studies though that show that COVID has been around for a minute and that they've had these vaccines hey, uh, working on my, vaccines for a minute. My thing is, you know, people always say they, you know, they don't have a, cure one they don't have a cure for cancer or AIDS or the common cold you have to watch your wordage this is a vaccine not a cure one right. Right. two you know do they not have a cure or a vaccine for AIDS yet or have they just not put it out yet I believe they can come out with something I believe they can come out with it they just haven't they, come out with it they yet. just ain't did it yet Right. And my thing is this. I mean, you get in your car and put your seatbelt on thinking that it's going to protect you if you get an accident, but you're still kidding. A lot of women take birth control and still end up pregnant, but you're dumb. Okay. I can actually is. contest to a seatbelt car accident and, and getting whiplash Look, you know with the seatbelt on. I'm not even going to convince you to get vaccinated. If you listening, I ain't finna convince you to try to get vaccinated on behalf of every foreign director in the United States. <laughs> That's all I can say. Oh, no. On behalf of every foreign director. You said thank you. Thank you. It's people like that that keep us in business. I said what I said. Don't come for me. I saw something last week when uh uh, T.D. Jakes was getting his vaccine and the interviewer, because they televised it or they recorded it and they asked him, they said so so uh, Pastor Jakes, why, why why are you now deciding to, to get the vaccine? And what he said was, he said I know that over half a million people well you know he said five yeah he said half a million people have died from COVID that's what they record he said I don't know anybody that's died from getting the vaccine and I was like uh oh Mm. and I don't I don't know who's listening to our podcast today but I think by now and I'm not telling you to do one versus the other. I'm just saying, I think by now, many of us personally know one person or we know a person that knows the person that has died from the virus. Mm -hmm. I know five people. And these are not hearsay. These are dear friends of mine. And only one of the five 
had pre-existing conditions. Yeah. He was the youngest of my five friends that passed. He was in uh, 42. But when you go down the list of pre-existing conditions, yeah, he didn't need to catch this. The other guy that was 48 years old was fit like Michael B. Jordan, ran 10 miles a day and zero pre-existing conditions. Right. Caught it on a, he went to work, a guy from his job went to a party at St. Louis University, came to work, told the boss, I don't feel good. The boss didn't send him home, made him work his shift. My boy worked his shift, went home on Friday, not feeling good. By Wednesday, he was dead. Mm. You know what, speaking of COVID, I think that's the reason why the USA ain't doing so good in the Olympics. They've been so used to sending it all on their butt receiving eight hundred dollars a week on unemployment, <laughs> and they doing nothing practicing. Now the Olympics. Speaking man. of man, I you know what I I applaud Simone. I do. You 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 that young of an individual, and you're under that type of pressure, and not only that you're under that type of pressure. No, you don't. Because anybody that will comment on her, they they are not subjected to that type of pressure. They're not. And you you think about it, you know, her for the first time ever since she's been competing, her support system was not allowed to be there. Okay. And that's that's for all of the US. When you think about it, the US always has such a huge support system there cheering them on for every event and it's minus that you got that then they 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 are capping her score because she's so good right they 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 not letting her max her score right and on top of that we're not gonna get into the when the whole thing blew up about Nasser. So now you find out that all of these gymnasts, the girls, had gone through some type of sexual harassment because of this jacked up dude. Mm-hmm. And now go perform. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she needed a mental break. Yeah. I'm going to keep my mouth shut for the sake of the show. <laughs> she wasn't getting no $800 check. You can guarantee well, that. Yeah, I'm going to keep my mouth shut for the sake of the show. But she still got Thursday's competition, the floor routine and stuff, right? Is she competing? Oh, she completed it for that. Never mind. I'm gonna be quiet. Mind. Nah. Dang it. Calvin. So Calvin, I got one for I you. I didn't watch it, so I knew she still had one more, you know, 
Earlier this week, they had the officers testify mm. that were there at the Capitol on January the 6th. They talked about what they experienced. What you think about that, man? Did you catch any other, Calvin? I think. I, I actually did catch some of it. And listening to you their account. And just take over my counselor. You know that that's bullcrap? Did you catch any of it? As soon as I opened my mouth. But I caught it. I caught it. I just, you know, go here. There. How many times you take over, <laughs> you take over and bogart me? This is my podcast, though. Okay. Y'all just guess. This is my podcast. Close your mouth. This is my podcast. Go ahead, Eric. Go ahead. No, you got it. Mm -mm, I'm going to mute myself. Go ahead. He actually muted himself. (laughs) Unless you're watching this on Facebook, you don't realize Calvin actually muted himself. He did. He muted himself. Here's what here's what y'all don't know. Well, maybe you do. I can unmute Calvin. Yes, you I can. I am the 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 host. The host of, of this. The Zoom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Yes, and you so, are. So I'm gonna keep going then, since he muted himself. <laughs> <laughs> Just so y'all know, they are playing tit for tat with the unmute with the muting. <laughs> right now (laughs) I you know listening to them recall that day's events and have and them actually being there and having to go through that I was literally sick to my stomach yeah sick to my stomach hold on I'm gonna cut you off I agree with you. Being sick to your, I ain't gonna say I was sick to my stomach. Here's my thing. I think part of them are embarrassed because if you look at a building such as that, I feel like this is me speaking, that security should have been more tight than what it was in general. And for these people to do that, now, granted, they may not have expected that many people to come, but for them to make it that deep into the Capitol, Right. To make it that deep, to get that close to high officials, such as the vice president, people that are part of the Senate and the House, to make it that close. Really, I mean, what does that really say to the world? That your own people can walk up and make it that close to somebody. I think part of them are just downright embarrassed. Hit, hit. I'm pretty sure they had some inkling that some crap was about to go down that day because of the idiot that was in office that was trying to discount the newly elected president and and, and vice president. I'm, I'm pretty sure they had some knowledge they had to have had knowledge that he was already holding a rally 
when when this happened. And I mean, despite I agree with them, I and despite you know, what I mean, they should they should have known. I mean, you should have took more precautions than thinking that okay, they just running off at the mouth on the internet, and yet you did nothing about it to prepare for it. Then boom, here it is, it's happening, and then you feel like your life is in danger. I mean, but what? Okay, so to place ourselves in the shoes of any of the four that testified. What would you have done? Here's my thing. We all have some type of measures to protect our home, our businesses, or whatever. Now, if I read on the internet or whatever or hear say that somebody's going to want to do bodily harm and plan on riding my house or my business, I'm going to take extra measures if that's calling, hey, the police, or doing whatever to help protect my well-being within my house. I'm going to do something. I'm not just going to rely on the dead boat that may just be holding it up. Here's my thing. If you're on the golf course or you you see a storm or a tornado is coming, you always see on the news, especially for me being so close to the Gulf. A big storm is coming over the ocean and all of this stuff. You see people go and prepare, excuse me, way more than what they do just for a regular rainstorm. Doesn't the Bible speak about warning come before destruction? Simple as pie. And I'm with Erica. You, 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 you have, if you can track what I did 12 and a half years ago. <laughs> you, you, know something was, you knew something was coming. You just didn't take it seriously. Now, I'm not all them that. folks didn't come from Washington, D.C. All them folks went from Washington, D.C. You yeah, knew. I'm not, yeah, I'm not condoning what they did. Don't get me okay. wrong. But you knew that something was happening. You didn't prepare for it the way that you should have. And boom, here it is. But doesn't that call come above? the heads of like, I mean, the only four of them testified. And we also, we, we know about the one guy that actually helped to divert the crowd from actually getting access. And he wasn't one of the ones that testified uh, this earlier this week. But the four that testified, that's not their call. They don't have- So that why are they testifying? Why are we not holding the people who are accountable accountable? I think that's the point. That was the point of their testimony. That's true. Because they, they, they're not the ones responsible for making sure that they have the adequate staffing. That wasn't their job. I, I don't even want to, to me, I'm going to be honest with you, I really don't even want to hear about, you know, January 6th anymore. I need to be hearing about what are you going to do to prepare this not to happen again? Again, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. What are you doing now? Because you know, right out there, happened. You saw the barricades, you saw the National Guard, and all this stuff. All the people going there. How can we? What are you doing to prepare to say, okay, this ain't gonna happen tomorrow on Saturday? We can wake up in the morning and be seeing this all over again. What's stopping this from happening now? And then using another excuse to say, hey, boom. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, for me, I haven't heard 
these are the necessary permanent steps that we are taking for this to happen again, not to happen again. That's what I haven't heard. All I heard is, is this person fault, they fault, we trying to get to the bottom of it. I haven't heard, we've learned our lesson. Yeah, they need to be held accountable, but we learned our lesson. And this is what we're doing to prepare not to, for it to happen again. I, I don't think that they're ready to talk about preventative measures. I, I think that they acknowledge and they probably have a plan in place now, but I think they think there's no longer a threat, so they don't have to talk about that. But it's 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 to the point that I don't know. They didn't think January six was gonna happen. No, they they didn't, but they they should have known because. His bark was so loud. You had to have known something was going to happen. But he, I guess this is why I'm, I'm more, and I mean, I, despite how we may feel, someone may feel about Donald Trump. My whole thing is this. We didn't expect 9-11 to happen. But look at the dramatic changes that we took after it happened to help prevent that from happening again. Why are we not doing the same thing for our capital? Good question. We didn't expect January the 6th to happen. It happened. What necessary steps do we need to take to help prevent that from ever happening again? Who, who says we may not get another president like that again? We didn't think that he would get an office in that. Guess what? He ended up in office. How do we know that we won't get somebody else like that to happen again? And then we got another January 6th happening that could have been prevented, but the necessary steps wasn't taken. And then we had a whole other trial trying to get to the bottom of that. Mm. <clears throat> That's my philosophy. That's why, that to me, that's what I'm more worried about. How can we stop this prevent to help prevent this again? I'm I may leave my front door open one time and you walk in the door and rob me. But trust but it's not it. gonna happen again. <clears throat> so I know I, I, real quick, if all you dumbest who don't go out here and vote, but you are always talking about this bull crap, <laughs> y'all the real problem. I said, voting is essential. <laughs> Everybody worry about the presidential election. Don't vote, you can't talk about it. You know we got another election coming up next year? They get out of all these folks who you don't like, who you don't feel like you ain't doing that? Yeah, I'm saying. Everybody worry about the whole doggone presidential election. When we can't actually complain vote. if you don't vote. Yeah, I've heard that many a years. Every two years. So I went to the movies last weekend. Yeah, we heard. We heard you went to that little dirty theater. What what'd you say? We heard that you went to that little dirty theater. <laughs> it wasn't a dirt well, it wasn't dirty. It was hot, that's for sure. <laughs> they they went trying to grow it everywhere. So I don't I know. know. I'd have to see them clean it. 
I'd have to see him wipe it down, wipe, wipe, <laughs> wipe it down. <laughs> to be there when they well, wiping it down. The lights. I feel like this is the time to go to the movie theater. Why? Like I, the, the nearest, the nearest theater to me, I can drive by at any given moment. It's next to a Walmart, close to a Walmart, in that little shopping center. Everything is look like it's back to normal, but that theater got like three cars in it. I'm telling. I think you. two of them are the people who work there. It was not. It wasn't packed. We have we had room when we walked in. The lights was on, so you could see if it was clean or not. So, and my wife carry wipes in her purse. I do too. So, I did y'all wear y'all mask? No, no. You no, don't. I, so you don't still wear a mask? Where you go places? I have to wear it some places. The places that I don't, I don't. Hmm. So, like, I go to my doctor's office, gotta have a mask on. Walmart, well, you already know. It's Walmart. COVID I still wear a mask everywhere I go. I And I am the only one in my office that will come in with my mask. I enter the building with my mask on. Uh, anytime I come in and out the office, I, I, I have my mask on, but when I'm in the office, I don't. Just in the office, Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. but when I walk out that door yep you damn skippy it, it, I'm getting on that elevator because I got on the elevator with somebody that said he was sniffling and hacking and I had on my mask and he's just like I'm so tired of wearing masks I don't even feel good and I ain't wearing my mask and I ain't got that damn shot and he's a lawyer he was a lawyer and I was just like mm, you the exact reason why I'm still gonna wear mine See, Eric, I can't wear my mask while I'm eating popcorn. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, so are you, are you what's them things called they put on horses? The uh, muscles. Muscles. The way? The muscles and just fill up some popcorn. Just hell your head back there. You know, I, I bought this one, but I have yet to wear it. Uh-oh. She's gonna get on a Darth Vader mat. Oh, I, got one, I of mean, them. <laughs> one of them storms. I guess if I go to a movie theater, I could wear this one. I could still, you know, drink out of my yeah. straw and, and everything. You, and stuff. you just showed the whole world how hot your breath was. <laughs> you just showed the whole world how the whole the <laughs> bottom half of her face just disappeared. That's it. You know how you know how they get them little on the first forty-eight, and they be blurring folks' face out. That's how your bottom of your face just look it's like blur your mouth off. Just all there for just that whole shield moist right there. It's not moist. <laughs> you have home for thirty seconds. Not moist. That ain't you just wiped it off. It's not moist. That's dirt. Yes, it's dirty. What's in your mouth then for that thing to get that dirt? Really? 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 Is this this why we came on a podcast? So do you wear that one, Erica? No, I don't. It's been sitting on the floor and on my storage thing for a minute. Why, why don't you rock that one? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so uh, did and, he and, mute himself or did you mute him? Yeah, he he was being unruly. They are unruly. Fogging up everything. I'm fogging up everything. Rough just hiding himself. I'm gonna be quiet. I was okay. about. So I was trying to tell y'all about this movie. Go ahead. <laughs> I got distracted. So. Have you have are you guys into any of M. Night Shyamalan's movies? Mm, Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. The I Sixth did. Sense, mm-hmm. Signs, The Village, mm-hmm. Lady in the Water, mm-hmm. The Devil. I know who I know. He don't. I do. Okay. So his new like that though. I do. He don't, but I do. Why you gotta say like that, though? Want me to say it again? I do. He don't. Put your mask back on. That I like that. Say That was the same energy double take. <laughs> right. So his new movie is called Old. I've seen the previews for it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a trip. It's a trip. I mean, I'm not going to give the movie away because I'm going to tell you what, Don't. You, what you see in the previews. And, and, and before the movie even started, they, they did. I went to see it at an AMC theater. And so mm-hmm. he comes on screen to basically tell people, thank you for coming back to the theater because there are some movies that they just refuse to put onto the streaming service. Like you, you know, HBO Max will sometimes premiere movies the same time that they're being premiered at the theater. And now uh, I think Paramount has done the same thing. They did it with Quiet Place 2. And yeah, and you can stream that, yeah. And so, and you know, Disney has done it as well, except Disney got real smart. And when they do their premieres, they charge you 30 bucks because they trying to get what they lost from taking you right. to, going to the theater. So <laughs> right. he ain't no punks. Well, M. Night Shyamalan talks about thank you for coming back to the movies. And so this movie is really about this, this resort that on this island, they have a special uh, private beach that certain people get selected to go on. And the people that get selected to go on this private beach they don't know it until they own it, but they never leave in that private beach. How and do they get selected? I, see, I would be giving it away. Oh, okay. I can't tell you that. <laughs> and so when they get on this private beach, they age like decades in hours. So they, 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 this, this family that gets on this beach, they, they are the main focus of this, this whole movie. It's a family of four, husband, wife, son, and daughter. The kids, when they get on this island, are six and eight. By the time the movie is over, they are 35 and 40-something years old. And the stuff that happens on this little private beach M. Night Shyamalan, I would say most of his movies, they don't have a lot of skin and and, and there's not a lot of sex in it or nothing like that. 
every now and then it's a little language, but for the most part, he is all about catching you off guard. And and I'm telling you, you got to see the movie. Calvin, they talk. He he takes this dude is so smart. He he, he puts something there about the pandemic, without saying it. But he talks about the, the the making of the vaccines. When he when when he got to that part of the movie, I was like, oh, that's that's so slick. You know you're wrong for that. So Calvin, when you talk about you know is it a a a, a, um, a cure for AIDS or something for AIDS in this movie? You gonna hear that? You gonna hear about it? And I'm like, come on, bro, that was straight up wrong. Hmm. Too okay. much money, but hey, I'm about to go check it out. I am too. Go, I'm telling you, go check it out. But not at the movie theater. Well, I don't know how else you're going to see it unless you're going to do bootleg. Uh, wait three we got magic ways. Right. We got magic ways. I bet you do magic ways. So for the people who listening to this, <laughs> to the government, because I know y'all listen to everything. Me and Pastor Ray don't watch bootleg stuff. No, no. <laughs> we don't. We actually go to the theaters. It's Miss Fogmouth down there. Really? <laughs> really? That dude. Really? I'm going to need you to take that back because I'm feeling a little offended. Okay, I'll take it back. I ain't heard no. I'm sorry. No apology. I take it back. I said I take it back, man. You pushing it too far, man. No. You pushing a little too far. So since did he mute himself again? I don't think so. No, I mean, I'm because kidding. his lips was moving and I didn't hear nothing. Because I couldn't say what I wanted to say on this podcast. You still but heard about that. Do do I need to hit the explicit thing for the podcast again? No, nah, we good. I don't know, cause I, I mean he gonna keep up and he yeah you might have to bleep me cause in a minute Calvin. You put your ear back on. We should left him sleep. That you won't get me out of bed next time. So okay, trust and believe. So I, I okay, I got a question coming off the heels of the movie. What was the last good movie y'all seen? And it don't have to be in the theater. Just what was the last movie you seen? Or, or last series that you watched on Netflix? I'm going to tell you one movie that shot me. Come on, Cal. I, n- I never knew his name, but the guy who was in uh, the Tyler Perry movie, um, Daddy's Little Girls, who played the daddy. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. He was in this movie with um, this Caucasian lady um the mountain between us. Oh, bro. Mm-hmm. And that movie, I never, when I saw it, I'm like, okay, it started off very slow, but it kept my attention. And I've never had a movie that the ending messed you up. Like, I felt like that whole hour and a half, hour, 40 minutes, however long it is, built up to that one moment. And I never, when, I, when you said talking about twist and all of that kind of stuff, the last 20 minutes, you thinking, okay, it's going to go one way. They take you over here. You think it's going to go this way. That movie, I can sit and watch. And it's like, I, that, that has become one of my favorite movies just because of the ending. 
Mm-hmm. But we saw that in the theater. Yeah. And you like, really, bro? Really? Like, yeah, you gotta watch what you say. You can't give it away. Right. Didn't think I was gonna like it, but if you ain't seen that movie, that I have a grown man, like. <clears throat> I'm gonna say Cruella. Oh, it here we Cruella. go. I'm gonna say I was pleasantly surprised how well that was done. I mean, she's Cruella. And it told, and I'm, and everybody should have seen it by now. I mean, it's. I have not seen it. Okay. So I won't talk about it too much. But the Cruella cartoon version, and even the Cruella that Glenn Close played, Mm -hmm. this took a totally different turn. It's, it's, and, and it was so good that I've, I've literally watched it. I don't know, probably like 10 times. Oh. I really have. Okay. What, what, what was this? Was this, no, this was Saturday. Cause I talked to Calvin on Saturday. Cal- Calvin, when we were talking, so my wife was invited over a girlfriend house. They were having a movie night. Mm-hmm. And so my wife was like, hey, Ray, do you mind if I go and I was like, no, you, you, you can go. And she's like, they, they want me to come over to see this movie that I just don't, I'm not into that stuff, but I'm going because I love her and I love the ladies that are coming. So I'm gonna go ahead and go. Why did she come home? Ray, the movie was so good. And it was <laughs> Cruella. She was like, the soundtrack. She's like, Ray, the soundtrack was banging. It was. It, it was so so good. I'm I'm glad I went. And I'm looking at her like, but you protested. Cause my wife don't she she's not Disney cartoon. You can miss her with cartoons. But it was so it was good. It was better than, and I'm gonna say this. Oh, wait, and wait, I typically wait. don't. I typically don't hate on Will Smith because I, I love Will Smith to death, but Cruella was better than Aladdin. I haven't seen Aladdin. I just can't. For me, for me, since we're talking about Disney movies, I hate that Disney did the what, what they call with the live scene or live whatever with those original classic movies. I think they should have left, you know, the Lion King and Latin, all those people animated. Calvin and 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 I see your point on that. I do see your point. Jungle Book but was Cruella good. was good. Jungle Book, they when they did the live jungle book man, that was good. There Lion are certain King. ones that are good. Lion, Lion King. King, you can't do live. Lion King, you cannot do live. I'm sorry, you just can't. They may because be there's cool no with, with the kids that you know have probably that's brand new that ain't never seen it. But for us that grew up on the original, it's a classic. Those vaulted movies that you you can't get no more on the VHS. <laughs> now I ain't gonna lie. What I I think one sequel 
that really just kind of blew me out the water that I really thoroughly that thoroughly enjoyed was the Best Man Holiday. I know it's kind of an older movie. I love Best Man Holiday. That was I was surprised how they did that movie. A lot of I mean, you look at Coming to America, they look at the second two different movies. But how they did that movie, I I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed that one though. Yeah, I almost cried in Best Man Holiday too. Almost, wow, like a baby. <laughs> and all my crushes were in that movie. Everything on that one. I I just want to, you know, pause for a minute because I said a word that I'm sure a lot of our viewers have never heard of. VHS is the video home system, <laughs> and they were um, movies that were on square boxes probably like about that thick and it actually had film in it have you seen huh you didn't get that many young viewers okay erica since you bring this up i I gotta ask is there in your house calvin this for you too would i find a vhs player in your house Hell no, no, no. You're not going to find a VHS player. You're not going to find a CD player. You're not going to find a DVD player. Everything is digitized. I do have a DVD Blu-ray player, and I do need to update it because it won't play my movies no more. I've had it. I've had it for the last... Right before COVID hit, I upgraded all of my TVs in my house. So I have all the 4K. I, I'm a big Apple person. So I can just link up my phone to the TV. And I mean, because I mean, I wasn't really, I was using my phone for a lot of stuff anyway, to watch movies and all that stuff. So I mean, right. I was just like, what's the purpose of having DVDs and all of this stuff? And it's just collecting dust. So and that, and that is true with technology now. I mean, I don't even watch regular TV anymore. I might wake up in the morning and watch the news, but I live in the world of Amazon Prime Video, Netflix, Hulu, Disney. Um, Do you, you have one. TikTok? No, I, I and I think you you said I need to do I need to do Peacock, but you know. I mean, like like I said, all of my favorite movies. It was like by the time Disney came out with Disney Plus, you got Netflix. I still have my satellite. I'm like all of my stuff that I enjoy watching, I already downloaded from iTunes or I can get on some app. So what was the point of having DVDs and CDs and all of this stuff? Okay, Cal, since you missed the high tech and Erica got her streaming service, what what is your favorite streaming service and why? I don't know if I just downright have a favorite. I mean, if you I, only I really could have don't. one, what, what, what would be the one? There's not just one. You can't get you can't get everything on one because, I mean, like on Netflix and Amazon, I'm Amazon Prime Video. Like I just got through watching all 15 seasons of ER, and you know, ER is is old old. On Hulu. So Hulu, 
I'm going to be able to find like all those old shows that I was crazy about, like Felicity and, 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 and all those series that were back in the day, you know. See, Peacock got Knight Rider. Shut up. All the Law and Orders. <laughs> all the Law and Orders. The Greatest American Hero. Right. Leave it to Beaver. Right. I know you hear me talking to me. You still have <laughs> don't you? What? You still have an eight track, don't you? I do not. I you do still not. got an eight track in your car, don't you? Do Anytime you go upgrade your little Cadillac, you be I like, look, put the diamond in the back. I need to have a lean, put the eight track in there. Forget the forget the DVD player and the entertainment center for the kids. Put me an eight track in there, man. I got to listen to I got to listen to Al Green and Marvin Gaye night. Okay. Real talk, Calvin. I don't have an A-track, but I have a mini disc player. Do you remember the Sony mini disc? To all the people um, that go to Pastor Ray Church <laughs> that's um, listening to this podcast, because um, you have a multicultural church, right? I do. See, there's I'm this thing the African, There's a thing in the African American world where we have um, Pastor Appreciation Day. Y'all need to have a pastor appreciation day and let this man upgrade. Okay. This is not the 80s, the 70s. I don't even yeah. remember mini disc. Mini disc. You don't remember mini disc? Do you remember pull out radios? Yeah, I never had one. Cut the laugh. I never had a pull-out radio. I didn't have a car when I was growing up. You know, I didn't have my own car. You did you have when you were high school or college? No. My brother had the car. Okay. And and that's all I'm gonna say because what what's the thing, Tosser? You just had your little little you had your little tape player where you had your little headphone going around. You had a walkman. Yeah, I had a Walkman. I had a Walkman that played, you know. I'll put it back in there and put it play again. Cassette tapes. I had a boombox. Okay. Mm-hmm. Double cassette. Mm-hmm. High speed dubbing. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I would mix those songs. I would mix those songs, and you know, I created you a mixtape. Right. 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 <laughs> Calvin, did you have? Did you grow up with boom boxes, man? Or were they already gone by you, by the time you came around? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Did you go skating, Calvin? <gasps> I did. I had. Oh, I've yeah. Skating was a thing, boy. Skateland. Mm-hmm. I roller make, skate. Did you make the leap from roller skating to roller blades? Heck to the nine, four wheels, man. Four wheels. Four and rollerblades. Well, no, I need it like I need two doors and four wheels in a car. I needed four wheels on my skates. No, I never did rollerblades. Yeah, I made I made the leap. Did you? Oh, Good yeah. for you. I'm not I'm I'm coordinated enough just to roller skate. You're not gonna get me on nothing that's called no blade. <laughs> I went skating. ice skating once. I, yeah. I did, you know, try and go ice skating. Yeah, you, you and enough because for that. my cousins in Texas, they were real good ice skaters. And I remember um, my cousin Joy and John, 
Hi, Joy. Hey, Don. <laughs> we will cut that out, right? <laughs> we were in Houston's Galleria, you know, and their mall and the Galleria Mall in Houston has an ice skating rink in the middle of it. I was doing just fine. And John came and whipped my arm and spun me around. Crack fell and hit the back of my head on ice. I think I still got the knot. Mm-mm. So let me ask y'all this, and we going down memory lane. Since COVID, all this stuff kind of going back to COVID and mixing the two. Since COVID messed up a lot of things last year, when y'all holidays, since, I know we got a good little ways, but holidays are coming up. You know, Christmas, Thanksgiving. When y'all holidays still kind of look like it did last year, or are y'all gonna try to immigrate and go back? To like the way it was before COVID hit? That's a great question. I have no idea. I have no idea. I know for us, um, we will need to be really close to South Carolina for Thanksgiving. And so who knows for Christmas? Because those are the big, I mean, Thanksgiving for us is like Christmas. We treat Thanksgiving like Christmas. So it's, I mean, it's gift giving, big dinner, folks over for Christmas. I mean, for Thanksgiving. For Christmas, for us, it is, it's, it's real quiet. Well, I'm going to keep it simple. This is going to be me. I ain't bringing my folks over for nothing. Are you gonna cook for your neighbors like you did for fourth? Them ungrateful bastards. Oh my gosh, Calvin. I'm good. Yeah, my holidays have changed. So, Calvin, since you you are steering the boat, how are we going to shut this one down? Look, Eric, we're going to give us some motivation. Pastor Ray, you're going to give us some faith, and I close it out like I normally do. (laughs) I got a lot to talk about. Uh. Motivation. I, you know, if we center it around COVID, I think I've said it before, and I'm just going to say it again. Trust yourself. Know to keep yourself safe and protected and do what's best for you. You can't trust people around you to know that they're going to do the right thing. And so in order for you to stay healthy, your best bet is to trust yourself and um, wear a mask, social distance, wash your hands, stay safe.
for uh, the faith aspect, you know, we spent a considerable amount of time going down memory lane, uh, talked about a few current events and affairs, and we, we, we found ourselves ending on the note regarding uh, holidays and uh, as Calvin asked about, are we going to revisit things the way we used to do? And I want to leave you with something. Um, in Matthew chapter 24, verse uh, 36, Jesus talks about that um, the, day, the day and the hour, no man knows. Not even the angels in heaven knows. And so at one point during this podcast, we, 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 we talked about people that we know we've lost during this pandemic. And so here's, here's my, my faith for you. If you know that um, life is short and if you've lost people during this pandemic, why don't you, after you watch this um, podcast, you take a serious pause to tell the people that truly matter to you, you love them. Whether you send them a text, whether you pick up the phone, you send them an email, just don't let today end without having expressed your love for those whom you feel need to know it. I know some of you be like, well, they know I love them. Okay, yeah. But don't be the one that Calvin has to restrain because you're acting a fool at the funeral because you didn't take the opportunity you had to simply say, hey, sis, hey, bro, hey, mom, hey, dad if you still have those people living to just say, I, was, I, I just listened to this podcast and I was thinking about you. I love you. I haven't seen, I mean, I know people that haven't seen their family in over a year or 18 months since the onset of this pandemic. And so whether you have made up in your mind or you know what you're doing for the holidays or not, don't let today in without you letting them know I'm thinking about you and I love you. That's mine. And, and listen, after you do that, I need to stay in business. So go kiss everybody you know in the mouth. Uh, strangers or whatever. Just kiss everybody. Nobody, no mask, no nothing. Just kiss everybody in the mouth. With, with the mask like, on? Yeah, the first. Hands on them too. With the mask on, Calvin? He said no mask. No mask. No hand sanitizer, no nothing. Just now, listen. Take care of yourself. Get out and vote. We got another another election coming up next year. Yeah, next year. So do your part. Be the best you can be. And get some life insurance. I don't know, I just feel that in my spirit. Get some life insurance. Get your what? Some life insurance. Get some life insurance.
But anyway, again, y'all have a good weekend. Know that we love you. We'll see y'all next week. Y'all be blessed. Turn it off.